to Film Talk with A.J. Dean. My name is A.J. Dean. I'm your host at this podcast show, and I have my wonderful co-host, Paul Votto from Las Vegas. Hi, Paul. Hello, A.J. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this so much because I'm a big fan of, of Craig, and I always appreciate listening to my clubhouse. So this is nice that we actually get to interact uh, just us and nobody else. That's it's kind of, I guess, what I'm trying to say. So thank you for being here, Craig. Me too. Me too. Let me introduce Craig. Craig, go ahead, love. I'll, I'll introduce you afterwards. Oh, just hi, and thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to uh, visit with you on your show. I'm, I'm, I'm always honored to be asked anywhere. Oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled. I'm so, so thrilled. This is like the highlight of my podcast right here, and I want to give a special shout out to Judah Ray for referring you. I'm going to put him as the casting director, casting credit on the IMDb credit. I just want to let you know, I'm very particular about that. That's important to me. But Craig, thank you so much for being here. You're amazing. Craig T. Williams. He is a producer, get this, editor, writer, and the CEO of Red Wall Productions. And um, we are so happy to have you here, Craig. It is such an honor and a privilege. Thank you, AJ. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to get right into it. I have a few questions, and I know you do, Paul, too, because we want to get to know Craig. How did you get started, Craig, in the film industry? I started, it started when I met my amazing wife. Um, we, uh, we just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary, and we met on a film set um, a couple of years before that. And um, like bing, bang, boom, I walked onto a set one day, here's this extraordinarily beautiful woman and we, we clicked and we got married and uh, what we did, I knew I married the right woman. I didn't know I wanted to be a filmmaker, but uh, we wanted to tell stories and we took some of our wedding money and we bought a camera and we started making things. Uh, our very first short film, uh, we raised uh, $40,000 through the mail. This is before GoFundMe. This is before any kind of Venmo or anything like that. I wrote letterhead, um, mailed it to friends and family. We had to wait for checks to come back in the mail. Okay, kids out there, just so you know, there was this mail thing. You put a stamp and then have to send it and the piece of paper with a check with money. And that way we raised $40,000 for our first film. And that film got into... 25 film festivals um, and we're like oh this is easy uh, but we learned our lesson and the next film we did we uh, our budget was three thousand um, dollars and it got into 50 film festivals and suddenly we were on our way me as writer producer and my wife was the director so that's kind of how we began wow what an amazing story and I love that you met on set and it brought you together. You know, that's destiny um, in, my, in my thought. What do you think, Craig? Is that destiny? It is. You know, I would say that, you know, we, um, uh, we were meant to be together because uh, the, the filmmaker was a friend of mine and she's a working actor. She's done Broadway film and television. And um, she got to this audition and the director liked her so much that the, the lead part was a man, he changed it to a woman and gave it to her. And um, I was just really doing him a favor. He's like, I need you to be in this film. Can you just do me a favor? He's like, dude, I'm not 
I'm not really an actor. He's like, just come. We're going to have fun. And so, so I went and I had fun and I had the best time because I met this extraordinary woman. So I like to say that neither one of us was meant to be there, but we were meant to be there. And that's how we met. I love this. It's a true love story. Actually, it could be a movie in the future. Just a thought. Um, over to you, Paul. I love it. It's, it's this... Uh... I don't even know if this is a term, but I keep thinking of an analog relationship where you met in real life, you know, so you, you obviously have to like each other, uh, both physically and, and intellectually and whatnot. And it's not like Tinder or, or a, a dating app, you know, because even then, of course, they had yeah. those uh, dating businesses, you know, where you submit videotapes or whatever that was. <laughs> right. So that was an option, but it's, it's always great to hear a story when you meet someone IRL. Yes. which I'm sure that term wasn't even because everything was IRL. Right, and it's, exactly. it's just so funny. But I mean, your your gumption, is that the right word to to send out all that? You know, now, of course, we post something. Here's a GoFundMe for my film project. Here's, yeah. you know, Venmo me the money or, or let's but but to sit down, write it on letterhead, send it out, you know, I mean, and 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 to get it done. So I feel like we don't have any excuses right now to not you know, you have to go out and buy a camera and I'm sure it probably wasn't cheap, but Was you it? needed a camera to do that project. While now it's right here, you know, I mean, we're looking right into our cameras right now that people can go out and film projects. So you're a true inspiration, my friend. Well, yeah, you know, and the, you know, the phones that we have now are have 10 times as much function and power as the cameras from, you know, that 19, 20 years ago. Um, so, and I think that's been great for me as a filmmaker, as the technology has grown and changed and become more economical, although it's still expensive. It's a really expensive hobby to make film, um, but it has been a great playing field. That's why we see so many voices in the arena right now is because it's, this, it's, it's a prohibitive cost. Um, you still have to save and you still have to be smart about your money and smart about the kind of story that you want to tell. But once you figure that out, the rest is all accessible. Um, the crew, the, the, the equipment, um, all of that stuff now is within our grasp. Um, and, and I like to be a part of um, teaching filmmakers, you know, up and coming filmmakers, new filmmakers, that their dream is within their grasp. It takes hard work. It takes dedication but absolutely within your grasp. You don't have to wait for somebody's permission anymore. Absolutely, I love that answer, don't you, Paul? I absolutely do. And, and it's something that's, I think, sorely needed, you know, just for the inspiration, the motivation and the knowledge. You know, I think it's, it's our duty as some, you know, I could do it maybe with acting or improv, but it's time, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to give back. So I think, yeah. I think you're onto something there, Craig. Absolutely. I agree. And uh, speaking of onto something, you've got a great, wonderful uh, production company called Red Wall Productions. And this is incredible. Can you share with us a few current projects you're excited about, Craig? Oh, yeah. So much good stuff going on. Um, I have a feature film that I wrote and I'm producing that's directed by my wife because that's the division of labor. And um, uh, our executive producers are Viola Davis and Julius Tennant um, of Juvie. So they signed on um, to be the uh, 
the wind beneath us and help us, you know, get this project out into the world. And, you know, we just got our first investor. So we are looking forward to, you know, putting this, this together, I think uh, sometime uh, in September. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, and my wife as a director separately, um, she um, got hired, uh, attached to a project to direct a project that will um, shoot in Ireland and in Paris. Um, so it, we're really fortunate that we work together, but we also work separately. Um, you know, I'm a writer. Um, I'm you know, work moving into the TV space now. I've written a couple of pilots that are circulating and being sold. Um, and she's in rehearsal. She's actually in rehearsal for a play here in New York because of a New York based. Um, she was in To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, uh, you know, on and off during the pandemic, it was, it's been real difficult here in New York with managing the pandemic. So they're on hiatus until I think the end of the summer. So in the meantime, she got offered to do another play and she's doing that right now, um, rehearsing. So we're, we're juggling and moving a lot and we're most excited about, you know, our 17 year old son, because we, we do that <laughs> in between all the other stuff. And he's a, he's a great kid. He's a musician. Um, and we're getting him ready for the whole college thing. So, I mean, a lot going on, lots of juggling, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Congratulations. Well, I have to say, and I think I said this on Clubhouse and I'm gonna say it again, cause it's so true. He is so blessed, your 17 year old son to have you, a great mom and a great dad like you. you you know this is what this is what it's all about and you're giving back you know you're incredible creatives and you're also uh pay, you know leading the way for him as well so he can follow his dreams and i believe in that so so much don't you paul i do and it's uh, uh it's, it's it's i guess you guys are, are blessed i don't know what the right lucky blessed uh that, that he is able to have, you know, parents that can be mentors as well, because, you know, a, a lot of times our parents don't necessarily support our visions or our endeavors. So it's, it's fantastic that, that, you know, you, you two are, are doing that with, with, uh, with your son. I mean, that's, it's amazing. And yeah. uh, if anything, just allowing him to be artistic or, 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 you know, pursue his dreams and encouraging it. So I think that's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's a different time, right, from when some of us grew up when our parents wanted us to get the good job and have the pension and do all those things. And really that life is uh, doesn't exist for a lot of people now because jobs, you know, this IBM used to guarantee a job for life. Um, nobody does that anymore. And um, you really do have to find your passion and your voice. And I believe the sooner you do that, the the better off you'll be in the world and finding your space and finding the thing that you want to do. Um, so, you know, my wife and I made the conscious decision, he'll lead. Um, you know, we're parents, we're modeling, you know, what we do and how we do it, but this is his journey. And what we have to do is give him the tools and the emotional support. And uh, it's scary though, right? Because we we want you know our next generation to be as secure as possible, but it's just it, there isn't any. So the only security is making your own way, and that's what we believe, and that's what we support. Wonderful. Beautifully said. Beautifully said, right, Paul? Um, it, yeah. Yes, it is. And were your parents at all, or, or your wife's parents at all, involved in the industry, or I mean, or and hopefully, I don't know if you mind answering the question. Were they supportive uh, on, on your journey to 
So, uh, uh, no, neither one of our parents. Like my, my mom was an accountant. And uh, so she knew numbers, right? And so here I am, I'm a senior in high school and uh, I'm getting ready to go to college. I got all my college acceptances and she brings me a uh, application for the post office. Uh, we'll get a good job. And it isn't that she didn't believe in me, but you know, from what she knew is like, you get a good job with benefits and pension that'll take care of you. And so there was love there and there was support there, but she didn't understand, you know, that that's not where I was headed. And I didn't even know because as a, you know, 17, 18 year old, I actually went to college and got a degree in finance because I thought that's where I wanted to go. I wanted to go to Wall Street and, you know, make my fortune and be a stockbroker. And then I, uh, quit my first job after three months. So, <laughs> and because I knew there was something else more for me and my wife's parents are educators. Um, you know, he was, uh, he retired as, uh, um, he was a computer science something professor at Howard University and her mom was a vice principal, but um, they were extraordinarily supportive because they had this really artistic daughter. So they put her in the, the schools that would support that. And they, what I love, you know, her, her parents, they, you know, they just celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary. And um, what they've shared is that, you know, what Raj shared, my wife, is when she was in high school, she went to a performing artist high school and she didn't get cast in any roles, right? It was a big, you know, five, that's what she was. But she was ushered at plays, right? She could do that. And her parents were so supportive, they would come like three or four times to each play to watch her be an usher. So <laughs> that's support. Can't beat that. Yeah. That is support. Did you yeah. both grow up uh, on the East Coast? I, I take it or I'm a native New Yorker, actually born in Harlem Hospital. And she's from DC. Um, and she's been here in New York, you know, since she uh, uh, left school years ago. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we don't need to know when, but uh, right, yes. <laughs> Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much for that, Craig, and wonderful uh, question, uh, Paul. Um, Craig, what production so far are you most proud of? We have a picture here, a great movie poster. I'd love to talk about it a little bit, called The Mechanic's Rose. Yeah. Fabulous. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, um, Mechanics Rose was born out of I'm I'm this young filmmaker reached out to me on Facebook of all places, um, you know, and I get messages from people all the time, and I'm like I don't have time, I don't have the bandwidth, but he introduced himself so politely, and he said I've been following you guys, you and your wife, for like a year, maybe longer, and I have this film project, and I would love for you to produce it, and I would love for your wife to star in it. And that there's a um, producer's grant that if you got it, you wouldn't have to pay for it. And I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. All right. I love the introduction and all that stuff. And he sent me his script and it was a feature. And I looked at the grant and it was for a short film. So I said, Yusuf, his name is Yusuf Mays. He's the writer director. I was like, dude, this is for a short. And you sent me a feature. He's like, yeah, I'm going to cut it down. I'm going to cut it down. <laughs> um, I was like, uh, okay, uh, so so can you help me? He's like, yeah, no, um, you're gonna have to figure that out for yourself because I don't have time to read your feature to help you make it short. So it's, okay, okay, okay. So what if I make it 20 pages and send it to you? It's like make it 10, 
and then come back to me. And three weeks later, he, he sent me a 10 page script that was, Mwah! I loved his voice. I loved his vision. Um, it shocked me how, how just wonderful and earnest a writer he was. And I'm like, dude, I'm in. So I submitted for the grant. Uh, it was called the Black TV and Film Collective. And they were giving a $25,000 grant to six producers. And it was sponsored also by CineReach and Wavelength. They were their fiscal sponsors. And lo and behold, uh, we got a grant. They gave six grants to uh, six producers. I was one of them. And that gave me the money to help him produce his film. But in, in the meantime, you know, I got to know Youssef. He's a, just a really wonderfully uh, talented uh, young guy. He's younger. He's younger than I am. Uh, but he's got two young kids. Um, and I just saw so much of myself in him. And I said to him halfway through the waiting period, waiting to hear back, I was like, you know, Yusuf, whether we get this money or not, I'm going to produce your film. You do know that, right? Um, but we did get the grant. And so the mechanics rose. My wife stars in it. I produce it. Um, and our son plays a little part in it. He plays my wife's son in the movie. So it became a family affair, which is really fun. Wow. Thank you so much, Craig. That is an amazing story. And can you share with us? So your, your son plays a little role in it. That's fabulous. And your wife plays a role in it. What is it about? Oh, The Mechanics Rose is about um, a woman in 1992 in Newark, New Jersey, who is, has a terminal illness and she breaks out of hospice care to go to her son's graduation. And uh, it's 1992, New, uh, Newark, New Jersey. It's sort of, you know, in the middle of the sort of the AIDS HIV crisis. Um, so, and this is based on Yousef's real life. Um, his mom did uh, pass away of, of HIV AIDS and um, he had to kind of navigate his teenage years without her. Um, and this, his feature film is about that time period in his life. So we made just a little snippet of, of what that story is. Um, what a beautiful story. So touching with great themes, Craig. Yeah, yeah. And so it really resonated for me, you know, because it's, you know, parent-child, it is, you know, the a mother's love. It is, um, you know, what we do for our kids. It is, um, what will we leave our kids when, um, when, we, when we have to, or when there's no, choice but to, what we would leave them with, how will they remember us, um, and what do you pass on? And the prompt for the actual grant was um, education in the Black community. So it was also um, just kind of speaking to um, how uh, education, especially in marginalized communities, is sometimes neglected. Um, and there were five other producers also. So we all had that theme and it's a great block of, of short films that we're all shopping as one big block. And, and they're all different styles and genres. Some are hilarious. One is a sort of a reality TV one. So we just had these amazing writers and producers and directors who came up with really imaginative stories and, and ours was one of them. And I'm really proud of this, this short film. I, I love it, it's really beautiful. I love it too. How can we watch it? Um, it is making the film festival circuit right now. We've already gotten to a couple. We've got a couple coming up, you know, that I can't announce yet, but um, um, hopefully soon um, you'll be able to see it because we're talking distribution and all those things and finding the right spot for it. So 
um, yeah, you know, if you follow me on, on, you know, on social media, Redwall Pro, you'll, you'll see when I post, like we're going to be in your city uh, with a screening and it'd be great to have people come out and support. I love that. Well, we would definitely want to keep track of that. We can track it hopefully on IMDB and follow its progress along the film festival circuit and congratulations and best wishes on this. It's, it, I love the themes of it. Very important subjects. So, so important. What do you say, Paul? I love it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And it sounds like you're in good company with, with the other directors and producers that were able to get their projects done. I'm in Vegas. So of course, if, if you come through here, by all means, you know, let me know. And uh, when you would like to come back and talk about that, you know, your experience in the, in the film festival and uh, circuit, by all means, please, please come back and see us. And uh, I'm sure we'll have more questions for you, but it'd be great to share those experiences with, with our listeners and, and viewers. And then, um, you know, continue to promote it. Anything we can do to help or, you know, get it out there, we'd be more than happy to. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate that. Yeah, so we want to promote as much as possible. Send us the link or anything that you would like, Craig. We'd love to do that for you and uh, for your wonderful movie, The Mechanics Rose. Um, my next question is, do you have a message, Craig, for the younger generation? You are so successful and you're a writer, producer, editor. You do it all. What would you say to the younger generation? Ooh, that's always such a good question. Um, uh, patience. Um, you know, we we want to, we want so much. And I know I work with so many young uh, writers and filmmakers, and I, I, I have way too many mentees. Um, but I think it is important that you learn your craft, and that understand that this is a journey. Um, there's no overnight success. There's no immediacy. Um, and I think just the way that the world works now with social media and, you know, 400 channels um, that, you know, we expect boom, 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 boom. And um, you want to learn your craft because you want to be doing this 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now. You want to be, you know, Paul Vato and a comedian who is on top of his craft and can work a room and can do shows and can uh, 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 just kill it from craft. And, um, and that's practice and that's failing and that's trial and error and that's you know the wins and taking the wins and learning something from it. So um, I like to, to share with you know, the, the young filmmakers that I'm working with that I love your voice, keep developing it because that's what's gonna give you a career, not just a moment. Wow, that is so powerful and brilliant. What do you think, Paul? I love it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm in agreement. And uh, thank you for sharing that. It is powerful. It's like, you almost wanna let it sit there for a while because it is very, very wise words. And, it's, uh, and I know sometimes it's cliche, like, oh, it's about the journey, it's not the destination, but it really is, you know, because we're not, we're not failing you know you might fall but you get back up you're like you know what I'm not going to do it that way next time you know or if we can learn from from our collaborators it's like you know they're like well you know I wouldn't do it that way because this has been my experience I'd rather learn from you because you maybe you've already not got it right now you know I'd, I'd rather listen to you so you have so much to share Craig that uh, so and thank you for, for for and I know that you're always so generous 
with your information on Clubhouse and whatnot and, and being here with your time and whatnot. So thank you. Thank you for, for trying to make, make it better for, for the rest of us and for the people that are coming up, especially, you know, the, the, the new Hollywood, the young generation. So thank you. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 this can be fun. And I love what you just said about like falling down and then you got to get back up. And um, what I love about this time is that we all have so much access to information to people who have done it before, who are doing it. And there was a while there where there were the gatekeepers who, you know, didn't give you information and you didn't know um, like if this was a good move or a bad move. And we have places like social media, like Clubhouse. Um, I also run a Facebook group called Black Screenwriters and we have uh, over 19,000 members. And I, I keep it a space for information and celebration. So we're giving information about what's going on, but I also want you to celebrate the wins because celebrating is such an important part of this journey. There's so many no's and there's so many ways we get rejected um, that when something happens to you, there's no small win. Everything needs to be celebrated and we need to have that space where we can give ourselves a little pat on the back and um, share with our community because they're inspired by you and you inspire them. And that's the community that I want to create and want to be a part of because for so long, um, you know, it was just for a few, the lucky few. And uh, if you work hard, you can be a part of it. I believe that. We love that about you, Craig. And I just want to thank you so much. You know, you're lifting me and Paul up here by being with us. We appreciate you so much. And I'm I'm part of your tribe too. I want to let you know, Paul and I are part of your tribe. We love to share information. Uh, we love because that's the way forward. That's the future, isn't it, Craig? It is. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's, it's community. It's um, sharing experiences and um, we, we all can be, and you know, I don't need to work on your project and you don't need to work on mine. It, that's not what it's about. It's about creating a community of celebration so that it doesn't feel so alone because this can be a very lonely journey. Writing can be alone, a lonely journey. Performing can be a lonely journey. Uh, rehearsing can be a lonely journey. So how do you find the support? Um, we have to reach out to one another because that is the only way that we are going to um, survive in a healthy manner. Um, you know, so many people are challenged by, you know, mental illness. And I do believe, you know, the isolation adds to that and the desperation adds to that. So when you can see that you're not alone, um, it just makes you making that effort a little bit easier. And, and I hope that I can be that for our people. And I think we can all do that for each other. You definitely. I'm sorry, Paul. Go ahead, love. No, I was just saying <clears throat> that's that's wonderful, and it's funny, you know, uh, when we're all locked in and the pandemic. I reached out to several writer friends, you know, the friends that happen to be writers. I was like, hey, just checking in, make sure everything's okay. They're like, what? He goes, yeah, my friend Rich, who wrote for like Mad TV and Saturday Night Live and all that. He goes, what? He goes, I'm a writer. I'm always home, anyways. Yeah. You know, so it was almost like they weren't even affected, and I was like, yeah, 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 that's true. Because yeah. I, you know, I write from home. That's, that's, that's what I do. So, so it's, uh, but, but it's nice to reach out and, and get reached out to, and I, and maybe it already happened, but I really think that the word of the year is going to be collaboration because, uh, you know, I say collaboration over competition. And I've not heard that more than I have this year, 2022, I believe really is the year for collaboration. And maybe it's just out there in the ether because I know at the beginning of the year, 
I said that to myself. I was like, you know, enough of trying to go at it alone, you know, running businesses on your own. And it's all a business, you know, show business or my acting career or my cigar company. So it's, it's really um, stop trying to go at it alone and do everything because it, it's going to, and it's, I've found some great people to collaborate with. So mark my words. I think that's the word of the year. If it, if it hasn't already happened, I don't know. I should look it up. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Paul. I think it's really important, you know, and, and the only way you'll know is to reach out to people, you know, like this strange young guy reaching out to me on Facebook is like, he didn't know, right? He didn't know what kind of day I had or what kind of mood I was in or, you know, if my son got on my nerves that day, um, but I have to be open. Um, and so I sat with it for a minute. It's like, what am I feeling about it? And I feel like, you know, if I don't even have a conversation with him, then it's not gonna lead anywhere. Um, so just our ability, and that's what I kind of loved about Clubhouse, especially during the pandemic was, we were reaching out to each other in a very lonely time, even if we were home with family. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm in this room, my wife's in the other room, my son's in the other room, um, because oh my gosh, I gotta look at you people a whole other day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but we, you know, we saved it up, so we were in our separate spaces, and then. We would come and then we'd have dinner and we what we started doing is we started recording our dinners for instagram um, oh what fun and it was so much fun and we did rehearse we just we just set up the phone and then our son would be there and of course he was a teenager the last thing he wanted to do was talk to us which made it more fun for us the fact that he wouldn't talk so uh, <laughs> was there a script craig or was unscripted totally unscripted we just set up the iphone we recorded it and then we just uploaded and it became a like a series um and we actually got like sponsorship because people were my wife and i discussed nothing beforehand we didn't talk all day and then we just sit the camera and wherever the conversation went that's where it went and it was genuine because you know we've been together a long time and uh we have a lot to talk about and then sometimes we had absolutely nothing to talk about but even that was fun um and and having our son uh there just completely mortified and disgusted made it even more fun so. a typical teenager right a typical yes. teenager yes. feeling feeling oh my gosh oh my gosh right <laughs> did, did, did you have a, a name for the series if you will or kind of called it life with Roz because my wife posted on her page her name's Roz um Roz and um, you can see if you want to go to her page, I Roz app, I R O Z Z A I R O Z A P P, um, on Instagram, you can watch to the cows come home. All of our, <laughs> all of our videos. And the best part was once every once in a while, my son would chime in and he would say something and be like, wait a minute, Coleman's going to speak. <laughs> Coleman, what say with you? What say you? Stop it. <laughs> and I was like, yay, he spoke. Yay. Yes, yes. That's amazing. Cool. Amazing. That's <laughs> endlessly for months. So I don't know what yeah. the world thought, but we had fun. So uh <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I love that. I love that. Everyone check it out. And also, um, Craig, I, I want to ask you two questions and I want to hand it over to Paul. Um, one is what do you like to write? Um, that just came to me to ask you. And the other is I had written down here, um, how can we support you? 
Oh, that's sweet. Um, uh, uh, one of the things that helped me that I've gotten clear about is what do I like to write? So, um, you know, I'm a family man. I, um, uh, and it's really important to me to have that voice, um, the grounded Black family experience. And it is about how we are uh, weird and funny and wacky and um, uh, not always correct, but there's humanity to the way that we live and the way that we see the world. We're not perfect, um, but we're you know, imperfectly fun. And, and that's what I love to write just overall that crosses my work, whether I'm writing a half hour pilot or whether I'm writing a feature film um, about mental illness, about my brother, which is what the, the, the movie um, that Viola is an executive producer on. But there's also the reality of living with that um, not just for the person who has the mental illness, but what is the family doing? How do they juggle um, loving someone and wanting to keep them close, but also having to protect themselves um, because this person isn't in charge of their illness. Um, and um, so I, across the board, I'm always exploring what does that black family look like in all of its forms? Because you know what's, what astonishes me even to this day, is the attention that I get as a black father. Um, and that, you know, my wife and I are still married. And we say, you know, 20 years and our son is 17. And you see people do the math in their heads, like 20, 17. Oh, they did it right. Right. So there's that kind of judgment about, you know, uh, they get married and then they had a kid as opposed to the other way around. And they're like, is, is that your only one? It's like, yeah, dude, it's just, just one. You don't have a whole bunch of it? No, I don't have a whole bunch of other and that isn't to say that those stories don't exist aren't aren't don't have value because there are those stories but behind those stories there is humanity There's yes a, there is love there is a family so we all have our own form of family whether it's you and a kid or you and a grandmother or you and your uh your fur baby all that stuff makes a family and i love to talk about how that um family structure can be funny in any form, um, especially as a, as a black man, that's, that's what I lead with. I love this. And you know, for me, I've been married, what, 28 years to Jeff, and we banter back and forth. And sometimes we're pretty funny, I have to admit, a little bit. Um, okay, I'm funny. No, 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 he's funny. But anyway, the point is, is you get my point, right, Craig? It is, it's life and it is funny. And it's great to write about these important things that um, is our life and it's important, it's meaningful to us. It, we, have, we have things to say, important things to say. Yeah, and it connects us all because when I see that in your life and even though that may not be your, my experience, I'm seeing the connection between a husband and wife, the people who have been together a long time. <laughs> and what is that communication? What is verbal and nonverbal and how do they make each other laugh? And how do, how do they annoy each other? Because there's that too. Right? and how you navigate that space and um, how do you give space to the person to grow and be themselves and how do they do that for you? And if you're not getting it, how do you ask for it? And I love to, to explore that all in relationships and the things that I write. Beautiful, beautiful. What do you think, Paul? I'm so looking forward to, uh, to getting more familiar with your work, Craig, and anything else that's coming up. And, and like AJ said, whatever we can do to support 
uh, we would love to, you know, uh, be involved in your journey that way, whether it's, you know, um, retweeting or Instagramming and liking stuff and, re, you know, uh, sharing and whatnot, we'd be more than happy to help and hopefully get to meet IRL, uh, even though this is a step closer and it's always wonderful to hear you speak on Clubhouse. But you know what? We're not selfish people. So, of course, there's other people in the room. We're going to give them the floor and we can't get into deeper conversations like this. So it's been so enjoyable. It's been an honor and a pleasure to really get to know you a little bit better. And I hope that we can do this again. Yeah, thank you, Paul. This has been great. I love you guys are so cool. Um, and this has been really fun. And um, you can across the board. I am Red Wall Pro, R-E-D-W-A-L-L-P-R-O, Twitter. Instagram, uh, Clubhouse, that's where you can find me. And uh, uh, let's connect in cyberspace and uh, then we move to IRL, hopefully. Yes, thank you so much, Craig and Paul. And I'm gonna say until next time, because Paul, um, Paul and I want you back so very much, Craig. And maybe next time, if you want, your wife and your son is also invited as well. Or, or it could be up to you, whatever. You're the casting director, <laughs> you decide, right, Paul? That, that would be fun. Good luck we'll see if getting we can... him to sit here with me. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll interview you and your, and your wife, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for saying about celebrating the small wins. And I don't want to make it, of course, about me, but uh, I, I'm tonight. Uh, at 10 p.m. Pacific, which I know people won't see that by then, but uh, I'm on to tell the truth, which is a game show, but I still took it as, as you know, it was an acting gig uh, and I thought it was fun and wonderful to do. And we did it about, a, I mean, back in May of last year. So it's almost, so it's been a while. But uh, when you said that, I was like, you know what? I am going to celebrate this, this, this win, this small win. Uh, so thank you for that. Thanks for the inspiration to do that and, and the platform to do it, AJ. So, so thank you, Craig. Love that. And it's a win, dude. You got to practice your craft. You got to be in a moment. You got to, you know, show them who you are. And you got some, you got some cash for it. You got some coin for it. And That's, yeah, it's a game show, technically. So they pay, you know, all the contestants, if you will, the, the same. It's not like, oh, one person can win this. But it was wonderful. It was, uh, I, I mean, I got to, you know, meet, if you will, uh, Kim Fields, who was Tootie on the Facts of Life, yeah. and London Hughes, who's a presenter yeah. from the from the UK, and uh, Oliver Hudson, who who fancies himself a detective. So what we, you know, you know what? I guess I can talk about it because this isn't going to air until after it's aired. But yeah, you know, we we were able to fool him, and he doesn't like to be fooled. So it was just a great experience. And and Anthony Anderson and his mother were just amazing. Right. You're like this is. Uh, such a fun show. So thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations, Paul. Thank you. Congratulations, Paul. We're so proud. I'm so proud of my co-host and thank we're you. so proud of you. Right, Craig? Yes, absolutely. And right. I'm proud of you guys and Craig, it really was a pleasure and an honor. And if you have any final words or you've already told us where people can find you, but uh, so, so thank you. I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't want to close it out. I'd, I'd rather Craig leave us with a with a piece of wisdom if you'd like you know me piece too of, go ahead is uh follow paul and follow aj uh follow people who are um out there uh doing the thing uh bringing people who are positive and who have great messages so you know film talk with aj dean um it's place to be y'all
Oh my gosh, you know, isn't that just like Craig? Bless his heart. You know, many blessings, more life, more blessings, and more happiness to you, Craig, and your family. Isn't that just like Craig? Humble, modest, and and um, and lifting other people up. Bless you so much, Craig. We love you. Thank you. And, Thank you. and handsome. I you know, I would like to work. I would like to work on one of your films, obviously. Yeah. obviously. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm no, not just kidding. Not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You are one of the most good-looking men I have ever met, sir, and so well-dressed. <laughs> okay, Paul, I'm going to reel Paul in, back in here. <laughs> okay, thank you, Paul. <laughs> All right, and until we meet again, thank you, Craig. Much love and respect. <laughs>